Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pashana, and today I'm here with Daniel and Katie LaMontagne from New View Painting. How's it going, guys? Hey, Good. Chris. Good. <laughs> Good. So let's get started uh, with my typical question. Tell me a little bit about yourselves in the business and where it all started and what led you here. All right. My, my name's Dan. I've been painting for now uh, over 20 years. Started uh, painting down in uh, Lexington and Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Uh, with a guy that did remodeling, and so I was able to learn from framing and flooring and tile, and also painting. And he had a larger painting crew that that worked on exteriors as well. So most of them were estate homes and uh, old Victorians and stuff. So mm -hmm. horsehair plaster and calcite ceilings and hard hard prep, but you know worth the worth the finishes to learn yeah. learn that way. So uh, then uh, started painting new construction. Um, with a company, and we did tons of houses in Nashua and Amherst, and traveled all around, and uh, learned more uh, spray techniques, more than just the brush and roller. Um, so we know how to do production painting, and commercial uh, work as well. So a good mixed bag of experience uh, before we went out on our own. Yeah. And now uh, we've been doing this. I've been doing this under my name for ten years. And now we have an LLC that we just created a couple of years ago. So okay, so you switched from sole prop to LLC. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's pretty good. So made more marketing materials and, and stuff, and yeah. the hats, and the got the truck with the logo, and yeah. it's, uh, we, we took know, it to the next step. Yeah, living the dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, once you, we saw that it was like real, this was a good business. You know, it was an yeah. actual business. It was like okay, well, let's. Let's go to the next step then. Yeah. And invest the money and, and go for it. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so you work for someone else. So what was the step or kind of the point when you were like, you know, I just want to do this for myself instead and kind of what led there? Uh, the, the new construction company that I was working with, uh, it started to slow down as new construction started to go away about uh, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, yeah. uh, and it started getting a little tighter. So uh, he laid me off and... There was developments that we had done, and I had made a lot of connections with the people that had bought the houses. So more the finished user, you know, the finished customer of the house. And, and I was able to use those contacts to just kind of go out on my own. So okay. uh, some of them are the 55-plus development places that are local here and in Nashua. And uh, great customers. Uh, a lot of them or like I like I feel like they're, they're like my uh, grandma sometimes you know yeah. and, and you want to take care of them you know so yeah. it's 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 been real rewarding I guess too so to have those kinds of customers you know not only the money he's in the jobs but <laughs> the uh, you know the feeling that you're doing something right you know yeah. helping people out that maybe would like to do it themselves or used to do it themselves but now they, they ain't gonna get up on that ladder so <laughs> they could 10 years ago and now they've just kind of been handing it over to you to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people, I mean, they'll just call him for, Danny, I need my light bulb changed. And he's like, okay, yep, I'll be right over. <laughs> change yeah. a light bulb for free just because you don't want that person up on a ladder because they're 80 and, you know, or something, something. Yeah. Shovel their, shovel their back porch because... <laughs> You know that this guy is going to have a heart attack if he. <laughs> yeah, once you know, you know like the people you and, and you know them. that uh, their ailments, maybe if they yeah. got a bad hip or a bad yeah. back. I mean, there was, a, there was <laughs> a storm. You went out in a snowstorm, a bad snowstorm, to clear out somebody's generator because she called you, Danny. I'm so scared. I'm so afraid that, <laughs> you know, yeah. her generator. So he did that. And, you know. It's good. 
So more than just painting, it's yeah. being dependent upon for maintenance stuff. as well. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, you mentioned shuffling, so this was a fun one. Painting. I'm mean, I'm mean, uh, I'm gonna assume you do interior and exterior. Yeah. Okay. So, so I was gonna say trying to rely on exterior painting in New Hampshire is probably like a partial gig. Yeah, I've, I know. Uh, I know. There's some outfits that uh, they they really hurt themselves by taking on too many exteriors, yeah. thinking, oh, we've got this long season, and the season ends up being rainy, or the snow yeah. comes earlier. Or... <laughs> so Last year we didn't get to everybody that, yeah, we, were, it, that we wanted to. Yeah. We got, we got it was stuck tough. because we got held back by It, it rained a lot, so, For you know, stuff. every three days it seemed to have, you know, a good, good amount of rain, so you got to wait for things to dry out a little bit more, too, so. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good question. Uh, interior versus exterior painting. So, some of the differences, you know, things people might not even realize about it. Um, well, uh, the products are all completely different, that's for sure. So, I know some people have thought, oh, I'll get away by putting this interior paint on, on an exterior because I have some white or whatever. But there's a uh, fungicide and mildicide that's in exterior paints that are made so that you can put it outside and it can get wet, you know. Yeah. So, sometimes people don't realize that. But uh, the interior work is uh, rewarding because that's, that's where somebody enjoys their house for themselves yeah. and really sometimes the exterior work is really for the neighbors because <laughs> 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 you know it's the feeling of oh i really should take care of that shouldn't i <laughs> these people don't want to look at this anymore yeah. <laughs> well you get a lot of people going for homesick that and too they, yeah obviously yeah. then yeah. it's time to spruce it up you so. yeah. call, you know, the appraiser's coming i need i need this done before the appraiser comes and yeah just for home sale yeah. Obviously, agent. there's a lot more, uh, lot more equipment that comes on for the exteriors between the ladders and the picks, and you know, place to get to higher places or dormers yeah. and stuff. So yeah, there's, it takes a little more skill maybe with the ladder. Yeah, but it's still, it's still the same work as far as the painting and the brushing, and you know. Yeah. So yeah. So how often should someone be painting the exterior of their homes? Oh well, I mean, it depends on the kinds of products that you're using, but uh, you can expect your decks. Every two seasons, you should probably get out there and clean it and get oh. some product on there. Around yeah. in, in New England, yeah, more than likely. Um, and then as far as the house goes, if it was done properly, probably should get 10 to 15 years. But a lot of times we come to them and people did not get, you know, near near even five years, you know. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't proper prep or the substrate wasn't right, you know. So sometimes people will rush that, that prep work in order to get the, the finish on there and it looks great, but it's not going to last like as long. Like power washing. They power wash and then paint too soon. Yeah, that would that would make a a, 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 a finish fail more than likely. So I'm sure you've driven around and seen plenty of places that have like big sections of peeling paint. More than likely, you know that guy didn't didn't quite do all the steps that he needed to in the in the, in the system. So yeah. Oh, right, cool. Because that's actually really funny. Because I like, I like asking that question because every industry seems to have their, you know, you should do it this often, but they don't. Type deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and decks people, the, the uh, I mean, for New England, it's tough, especially too, you know, people will shovel decks too, so they're taking damage or they're taking wear, and you can take the finish off on something, so, yeah. and obviously different products hold up better than others too, so sometimes paying for the better product is going to get you a lot more durability than, than going the cheaper route. Yeah. Yeah. No, you go. So... When we're talking, I like, I like talking about exterior homes. So, like, do you guys work with 
all color homes. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen some homes that are just very Crazy unusual purple. colors and stuff. Yeah, I would probably probably try to steer away from somebody that would wanted to to go really outside the norm. Um, but uh, most of the ones that I've done that are uh, that were a weird color. It was a weird color to begin with, and we were okay. taking it back <laughs> to something that maybe someone could deal with. A little more so. Yeah, we did. I did one before uh, a big tenement building in Fitchburg before, and it was purple. And the first day that we started working on it and scraping on it, the neighbors come outside and started clapping. <laughs> they were they were so ready to be done with that house. Yeah. That's too funny. Yeah, because there was a place in Goffstown that it used to be like purple or pinkish type color. Yeah, and it was always the weirdest place to drive by. I'm like, what is with this house? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I had uh, I had one set of customers, and they had an older farmhouse, and they really enjoyed the history of the of the home or whatever and when they left it when they left and they sold it the people came in and they painted it pink and it was it was not a pretty scene so a little heartbreaking for them but but i think someone else bought it and they actually brought it back to like a darker color now to another historic color at least yeah that's good (laughs) it's come full circle they were were so mad (laughs) oh that's too funny so I, i guess let's jump into the interior of the homes because i know that's probably an area that people may never paint uh, a lot of times we find that uh, a room may have changed colors a few times and mm-hmm. the ceilings probably were not addressed you know because that's a harder harder surface to paint maybe to get the paint up to the ceiling mm-hmm. you know is a little harder um but people will refinish bathrooms um you know in kitchens more often than they will other spaces sometimes you know mm-hmm. so we found a myriad of conditions. Some of them are in great condition. Some of them not so much, you know. So <laughs> just take it as it comes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a good example is, uh, you know, someone that lives in their house and has two children and dogs and everything like that. You may find more condition issues than someone who's a retiree, who, you know, hasn't doesn't yeah. really touch the walls too much, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And um, do you have, like, recommendations for... Maybe not uh, types of paint for the inside of a home. Should you go like kind of glossy or just uh, what makes it a little easier? The, uh, the uh, trim and the doors, we normally are suggesting uh, semi-gloss finish. Uh, reason being it's more washable and that's obviously places that are going to be taking a little more uh, beat from, you know, uh, vacuums maybe, hands around doorknobs and everything. Uh, and then the walls, it's, uh, it's sometimes it's, it's more of a, a, a choice for customers really. You can go with a much more washable finish, like an eggshell, mm-hmm. or if you don't like it, some people don't like the finish of an eggshell because it's too shiny in their mind. Uh, so you can have a matte or a flat, and it's going to be truer to the color as well. So if you picked a chip and you said, I really like this color, flat or matte may be better because it's going to be a true depiction of that. Whereas sometimes when you paint with a sheen paint on walls, when you look at one wall, it'll look much different from another wall yeah. that's in the same room. So, and that's the reason because of the sheen. So, if there's natural light that's being casted through a window, then it may make a gray look almost white. And the gray yeah. on the other window, where the window is, is can be very dark. You know, yeah. so yeah, it huh. takes a while to pick colors. That's that's probably the hardest thing, maybe. Yeah. You know, and I we consult people, but we don't pick them. You know, we yeah. let people decide where they think they want to take their. And if they need help, you know, good decade. Codex a good one 
to send people to. He, re he recommends, you know, oh, I don't know what colors I want to pick. Okay, well, go down to Godek. They'll sit down, you know, they'll talk to you, and they'll help you pick a color. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was actually going to ask. I'm like, do you, do you help them with the, the process? Like, maybe you shouldn't pick that color. I have at times <laughs> told people I don't know about this color, uh, maybe from experience, though, too, where I put it up before, and it really didn't end up being exactly what they wanted. Uh, normally, if it's a loud and proud color, a lot of times people have picked a designer. Uh, if it's something that's, you know, very deep in color or they have an idea and it probably goes with cartons and rugs and, you know, there's a lot of finishes that can go besides the paint that make a color, you know, what it, what it really looks like in the uh, end. So. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, we don't steer away from color. I, I, I like color, so it's tough for me uh, when people are asking me, well, what do you think? I, I tend to take something that has a lot more color to it, yeah. but I've painted for so long, and I did the new construction too, so we've done a lot of linen whites and Navajo whites, and, you know, so when I see a color, I, I, I like it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then people are starting to now do um, tinted ceiling paint and no, really. um, colored trim stuff so you get that yep, we've done a few jobs like that but that's obviously the next step too so you really got to know what your cat color palette is and what you're yeah. trying to do so picking fabrics and picking curtains and it takes a little more than just picking the color <laughs> yeah yeah because i could imagine that getting tricky if you were trying to like i wouldn't do it <laughs> yeah yeah and, and it can be overwhelming too uh when i hand the wheel to people there's you know thousands of colors in there so as soon as they start looking through they're getting they're getting overwhelmed maybe sometimes so uh going to a place like godak is a design design phase uh it's a smart thing to do they'll they'll go through not only that but the sheens as well so you can really get dial in what you're looking for and, especially and they'll do if you, that consultation for free Oh yeah, you know that's that's a service that they offer anybody to do. Yeah. So they. Yeah, I always suggest to people if they're really having a tough time between two or three colors to yeah. get samples, and put them around in the room, yeah. and you can kind of delete. <laughs> you can delete a couple of those usually pretty easily that you don't yeah. want. You and, know. And Godek does the bigger sheets too, which is easier than than the yeah, little chips. Yeah, sometimes you can you, know? you can yeah. get a sheet of paper, an eight and a half by eleven sheet, rather than getting the sample as well. So that is sometimes bigger than those swatches that you see yeah. in the fan decks. All right, cool. So those help. That's good. Um, you might not know. This is maybe not a question. But are there any like weird painting styles coming up recently? I don't know if you guys would know. Now. I, I've been looking at some things. I, I, I've seen uh, some people doing some more like um, HD graphics, and they've been doing them on floors and on walls and oh, really? stuff too. So adding like poster, like what would seem like a poster, but making the whole wall that way, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. So it makes it look like you're going down a walk, you know, in the woods, like you're yeah. just walking straight into the woods. Or That's really cool. On the, yeah. On the ground, they've done it on the floor, like in a bathroom, and it looks like you have to jump from like a lily pad to a lily pad yeah. in the water. <laughs> and if you step off of that lily pad, you're, you've, you know, it makes you look like you're about to fall into some water. So oh, yeah. I, I, we used crazy. to do a lot of faux painting, um, which is faux finishes, making it look like something that Truly, it isn't though. So we've done marbleizing and made things look like granite or suedeing and leathers. Um, some people don't ask for that as much anymore. Yeah. Um, so, but designers do. Yeah, designers do though. They they still look at some of those finishes and some of those walls, and that's what they you know they know what would look look great in a certain room. That's really cool. You yeah. guys work a lot with like accent walls. 
Uh, people have been doing more of them, and I've seen a big comeback in wallpaper now, too. Some oh, wow. high-end wallpapers that are just being put on one wall. Uh, it's just like a bold statement, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's funny to see some styles that have completely phased out as they start to come back again, you know? Yeah. So. Milford, Milford Paint and Wallpaper, they do a lot of that, too. She's, yeah. she's told me that, that, you know, Robin and I were there. She said, you know, people do in the one wall. Yeah, and I've seen a lot more of the natural spend ones. Spend extra money and get the nicer wallpaper and put it up there. Yeah, I've seen uh, more of the natural ones, too, where they've been putting up uh, what looks like wood scenes and trees and stuff like that on the wallpaper. Cool. So it looks really cool. Yeah, once you put yeah. it up. like it, oh. it, You do something cool for kids. You do the, you can make, um, like, hills in their room. And you oh. did it for our kids in our room. Yeah. Um, then it a few times now for uh, it's like a mural, it. and then people can put up their own stickums and whatnot do, of like, characters. Oh, that's so pretty cool. Tell people go online and pick out some decals. Yeah. and you can do that. But. Those are fun jobs because obviously the kids get really excited. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, <laughs> when you finish it up, they're very excited to start. <laughs> yeah, and that that kind of brings up an interesting point because it almost it pushes it into the creative realm a little bit. Yeah, where instead of just painting a wall. You can have a little bit of fun with it. Oh, for sure. So it must be kind of nice to see as a painter. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> even if it's just painting the walls, like we just we just did one today, and and she was very smitten with the with with the uh, finishes and how they were looking and everything. It's 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 fun, very rewarding to to do it. You know, and yeah. have people feel more at home in their own home. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You're always amazed at how fast you've done something that they you know it took them a week. You know, or or three weekends to paint one room or to do something, and then they come back at the end of their work day, and you're finishing up, and it's like you've done two rooms, and or you've done six ceilings in a day, or something. <laughs> like they're like, how did you do six? I couldn't. I was standing up there. We have, we had that lady call last summer who was like, I started on my ceiling and I couldn't finish it. There's no way. I, it just took me too long, and my neck hurts. And <laughs> don't worry, Dan will bring his sprayer and take care of you. That is so funny because. I, I own some rental property down in North Carolina, and one of our units, we literally, like, I remember we spent one weekend, we painted most of the bottom floor, and then we finished the hallway leading upstairs, and then we stopped and we didn't do the upstairs, and uh, me and um, the person who was renting for me at the time left to go to Af Afghanistan. Oh, jeez. So, we come back, like, nine months later, and we're like, we had said, you know, you know we'll take a little bit off your rent just you know finish painting yeah. and they're like oh that's fine so oh, nine no. months later nothing had been touched oh. and i was like oh come on guys you're yeah. me. <laughs> i've done it one of those days maybe yeah, yeah. oh it's so funny I've yeah a lot of people who say that they put it off like they want yeah. they want to do it it's something that they've wanted to do they know they need to like my parents house gosh they moved in seven years ago and they haven't painted because they can't pick a color and yeah. you know, like you're, you know, I'm married to a painter, and my mom's like, "Well, I can't have Dan do anything because I can't pick a color." It's like, it's been seven <laughs> years already. You know, pick a color. But we, you'll find people like that. You know, or they've left it because that's what it looked like when they moved in, and they yeah. bought the place with the curtains that matched. You know, the drapes that matched, and they don't want to take those drapes down because they know they'll have to replace that, and that costs money. So they. Yeah. It's understandable. Life, life happens. I know we've we've done a bunch that uh, are empty nesters, and, and that's the case. That, only one room got painted, you know, and then yeah. the rest of it got, got, oh, we were going to do that, we were going to do that, but life happens, and you start moving. Yeah. And, and <laughs> then you get the people who never painted or never really did much that they wanted to, and then they have to sell, and they go through. They have you come in, and you do the whole house for them yeah. for a home sale, and it's like, 
I never got to live in that, you know, like yeah. it looks yeah, really that's, I, nice. I feel bad sometimes about feel bad that because I, I, I know they're trying oh. to give a gift to somebody uh, when they're leaving it for somebody else, but it'd be nice if they could have yeah. had it nicest, you know, while they wow, lived there. if I knew there. it could have looked like this, I would have had you come two years ago. It's like, well, then just do it now. Yeah, if there's just, anybody out here listening, just do it now. Because yeah, you know, my thing is, I'm like, it's just paint. If you don't like it that badly... Change it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wait a few days. Change it. Yeah. And oh, that's the other weeks, thing. You'll get people that maybe didn't like it the first day, and you're like, just give it a couple days. Give it two or three days. See if you really don't like it at the end of the weekend. And you know, we've come had back it, on Monday. We've had a few people to. that are, that are that way, but then uh, it's hard. Uh, pastels have been been a big thing lately uh, that people have been trying to get, but. It's hard because there's so many types of pastels that turn into gray and slate and blue and you know so they're they're trying to dial it in so a lot of times we'll only get what we need to do the first coat put these up and say see is this really where we want to be you know uh you know so sometimes it ends up getting changed but a lot of times i tell people whatever their first impression was a lot of times that's the best one because we'll go to something else and then we're actually getting further away from the idea they originally had you know so a lot of times your gut, your gut feeling towards a color is the best one, you know? Yeah. If you're like me and every other business owner out there, you want more business coming in, but you want to do it in a way that's efficient and cost-effective. If that's kind of sounding like you, then you need to head over to nhbusinessshow.com slash goldstar to check out the Gold Star Referral Clubs. Referrals are some of the best and least expensive ways of making business out there so if again if this sounds like you check out the gold star referral program we meet once a week um, reach out i'll tell you the times i'm looking for currently for realtors insurance agents you name it i probably have a spot for you somewhere check it out nhbusinessshow.com slash gold star let's get you some referrals for your business you had you had mentioned earlier you went from soul prop to LLC. Yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of the spot where a lot of hiccups start happening in businesses. Yeah. So how was that for you guys? Uh, it was a little more for the setup. I mean, I already had insurances in place, so it was just really changing names for some things, you know. Um, I guess it's given us what I feel like as a... a a bigger outlet to, for being on social media and having the website, you know, it gives you a little more credibility than just a guy in a truck, you know, yeah. uh, which, which that seems to be, especially for painting seems to be a, a lot of the market, obviously, yeah. you know, cause it's a low overhead to start and everything. But, uh, we've tried to do it the right way. We, we picked up another vehicle. Uh, it's an orange uh, truck. Most people, once they see it the first time, they know it's me for the rest of the rest of their life, you know. Oh, there he is. That's Dan. Um, we get some signage on that and everything. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's not much changed that way. Uh, some of the taxing, you know, taxes, obviously, yeah. and everything. But, yeah. yeah. Do you guys already have a good base as far as, like, accounting and some of that type of stuff? Yeah. I mean, uh, she, uh, my wife does most of that, uh, so I'm able to keep my hands on the wheels as far as just doing the quotes and yeah. doing the work and everything. So it, that's been a lot of help, uh, especially for the last two years where we have the LLC. So you know, I'm able to, to, to hand a lot of things off to her uh, and maybe picking up products and, you know, making well, other phone calls, phone calls for phone, me. Like he, because he'd be on top of a ladder answering phone calls all the time <laughs> and, you know, or whatever. And he can't get back to people or, you know, it can be disrespectful maybe if you feel like 
you haven't heard back from the contractor that you called yeah. right away. But he's busy. You know, yeah. he can. Or when he gets home, he wants to be home with the kids. He wants to spend time with us, especially in the summers. You're never around. I probably answered more phone calls on the top of houses, though, than I should have. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like I was saying, just the question was asked that was, uh, when you switched from Soul Prop to LLC, like, were there any big stresses or strains that kind of came from the process or anything like that kind of going legitimate? Because it kind of sounds like you guys had a good base in place anyway. Um, so it wasn't really much of a switch. No, I can, I can see how it would be harder for somebody if they were really starting at the bottom to jump right out there and try to make a you know, big business well, and try to go bold. You studied business in school, and then I've gone back to school to take some more business classes just to be prepared for being okay. able to grow in the future and what do we do. And I wanted to take a marketing class so I could help <laughs> Yeah. with marketing, and that's a lot of what I do for you now, and I think a lot of it's from what I learned in going to the college or, yeah. and you yeah. have a very good business mind. You have a good sense of what you want. If there's something I'll, I'll write something up. He'll be like, Nope, Nope. Erase, erase, erase. <laughs> I, nope, I don't just have, say this. I don't have uh, much in the way of the uh, social marketing though. I'm not much of a Facebook poster or, you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> but you're also not one of those contractors who's like posting all day long pictures of yourself, you know, whatever. There's a lot of guys who or they're, gosh, they're on Facebook and they're not working. I'm going to say that. Yeah. I'm going to say that. There are some people out there who say that they're working, but they're really sitting on Facebook all day. <laughs> that's too funny. So, yeah, I, I kind of like the... He's a worker. That's good. I like that. It, it's kind of good to see the the foundation that was in place at first. Because I know some businesses, they jump in, kind of get overwhelmed really, really quick with how much is involved running a business. Mm -hmm. But you have enough experience that it wasn't much of an issue at all. No, no. And I, I, if I had hiccups, it was, yeah, obviously when I was younger, yeah. you know, and, and, you, and you work through them and you realize, okay, maybe you got to do things a little differently that yeah. way or this way. But uh, I'll say this, work, working alone on a lot of jobs, there's a lot of things that I thought maybe needed two men or three men or four yeah. men. And I've done it alone, you know, or, or I've had it done it with the help of uh, my wife. Um, we have a... Sorry. <laughs> We have a few employees, so that makes that takes the burden off too. But I, I've learned that uh, one man can do a lot, actually, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So <laughs> this is fun. So um, people, when they go out to look for um, a painter or a contractor to do this type of work for them, like what should they be looking for? Because there are some notoriously bad. Contractors right. out there, they get you in a lot of trouble. Oh yeah, and they make a bad name for all the rest of us too yeah. that are trying to do the right thing, you know. Yeah. So I, I've uh, I've had customers that are leery about different things, and it's because yes, they got burned by somebody. Um, so obviously, don't pay up front. You know, when no, guy no. tells you he needs all this money, you in order rarely take a deposit, and that's only right when the job is starting, just to go and you know, if you needed to buy a lot of materials, or if someone's asking for a deposit, something that's reasonable, like for the materials, which makes sense, maybe, yeah. so that they don't have to pull it out of their pocket in order to do it. Which mm -hmm. that I could see, but uh, insurance, some guys can tell you they have insurance, and Ask it's not. It. Uh, it's not up to date, or maybe they got insurance a long time ago, and they're showing you a binder from five years ago. You know, I had a hard so. time getting insurance for prep, for power washing when he started doing that because there were not people like that's not something that a normal company, a business insurance company, um, like a BOP, that they provide. They don't allow power washing because there's just too many liabilities with it. And it took uh -huh. me a whole day of searching the internet and making phone calls, and I got turned down 
repeatedly. So any of these people who are like, I have insurance for power washing. I don't think you do. Well, you to, I really you don't. Have, you have to check. Because you do, it took you do a lot of so work for can, me to do that. If you can ask if their if they're insurance we is do. current, we, we found that's it. probably best, too. Well, um, I, I found it. But. So there's a couple of ways. Uh, obviously, you get a good gut feeling for somebody. Um, yeah. I, I would say, too, is that uh, if you're asking questions to somebody, make sure that they have technical knowledge of what they're doing, not just knowledge that they've done it one time for their dad or something, you know? Sometimes the price... If, if, if it's a really low price, there's a reason. There's going to be a reason why they're not. Yeah. yeah. If, if you get four quotes and, you know, three of them are about the same and one guy is much lower, I would not take that guy. Because <laughs> 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 there's going to be a reason. And we've met those people, people who can't. Whatever. I'm not going to yeah. go there. A lot I, won't, I won't go there on other contracts. There's a lot of stigmas that are but... attached to painting as far as, uh, you know, drugs and alcohol and stuff yeah. like that, too. So, and, uh, and that's a big reason why you've stayed alone for so long is you've tried people. And there's been some ter- – We it's been, like, almost impossible to find a good – worker you know it's better to, to to go with people that you know maybe for, for some time too if you yeah. can't or or know through uh friends or otherwise you yeah. know so yeah it's better than your question because i was going to ask that earlier but you said you guys it was just you two because yeah. i can i i know plenty of contractors who it's like hiring is like miserable <laughs> yeah it is. no we yeah. have some stories man i know and i know uh, i've heard from a lot of uh older contractors that i know in general contractors that they say it's getting worse that uh, kids are getting worse they it's harder to train them or whatever but yeah, i the way i see painting it was always like this before that we always had uh ones when i worked at the first outfit that i worked for that we had to weed through you know guys that we would bring on and be like okay this was a mistake we'll have to you know, part ways with them after this house if we can. <laughs> some people that know what they're doing. They're really good for the first day or two. And then day three and four of giving them, like, their, you know, give somebody a week. Give them a good week and yeah. see. And they don't make it to yeah. the end of the week. You know, their quality is really great in the beginning. Like, oh, wow, look at how fast I went and I did a good job. And then the, the quality of it goes down. And you're like, this does not meet my standards. Like, he has super high standards. And you can do things sometimes faster alone than you will if somebody else is helping you, mm. you know? Something I'll say, too, is way. that uh, power washing and exterior painting, that's somewhat of a young man's game in the manner, too. So yeah. once you start getting on in yours, it's, it does become, obviously, really taxing on the body. So yeah. I can see how a guy could phase himself out of doing those things and being like, I can't do that anymore, <laughs> Yeah, you know, every day. So, you know. That's, that's too funny. <laughs> um, so let's talk about... When people go about you know, painting their homes or something like that, what are some pretty common mistakes you see that you might be called in to correct? Or... If somebody was doing it themselves and yeah, then had a problem a and called him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes uh, people don't realize the kinds of equipment that it may take to, in order to get a room done. So they'll start to paint a ceiling and they don't have enough drop cloths or they don't have you know, what they needed you know, from the store. So... Uh, and part of it, if they're trying to keep the price down, they may not want to invest in all the proper stuff too. So yeah. um, then they, that's a, we've seen we've seen some horror stories on some rooms, but it was because someone went to attempt to do it and they really just didn't have the proper equipment in order to get it done. Um, I don't know about uh, having all you know. Invite your friends over, get some five guys to come over to your house, who give them pizza and beer, and expect yeah. them to you know paint a few rooms. And by the end of you know thirty. <laughs> Not, friends not aren't going to be doing a straight line anymore. Not straight lines. We've <laughs> you know? seen those before. <laughs> <laughs> One room looks great. Wow, you did a great job in this room. And then I... 
And I know another one that I, that I, another one that I've heard from pe- people more recently too. They've heard of a lot of these paints that have paint and primer in one, and supposedly oh, yeah. in one coat you can cover any color supposedly yeah. with this magic paint. And a lot of times that's, that's just that's not quite really gonna how it's gonna be. So if you have a really loud color, like a brown or a red underneath, it's more than likely going to need a couple coats in order to to hide we, what you've done we, for the other we were colors. Just saying with the exterior, um, you know, if you put too much paint, if you're only trying to do a one coat. Right, you were saying that that lady who was like big sheets of it were falling off, and that was because maybe somebody only tried to do one coat and get away with that, put way too much paint on, yeah, and now it's causing it's too you know it's too heavy. So hmm. proper adhesion to the paint is, is going to have to be a certain mill. If you if you put too much paint on it once, maybe you've seen where it'll be sagging down the walls or whatnot. Uh, so that you can do these kinds of things, but it won't make for a good finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Cool. So, I can't think of anything else. Is there anything you guys kind of want to touch on before you go in there? Ceilings are usually not painted yet, right? That's the other thing that's been bothering me. Oh, no. yeah. Because people new, don't know. In new construction, touch, uh, I'm coming across a lot of new construction, and the um, some of the newer textures, they actually don't paint the ceilings, and so it's left as an open texture, which it seems like it's okay at the time, but then as time goes on in five years and in ten years, it starts to degrade. And people that have forced hot air or whatever, uh, they're finding huge amounts of dust in their house. And they're dusting every day, you know? So where is this dust coming from, you know? It's coming from their ceilings. Um, So um, we're suggesting to people, if we ever finding that, that do try to seal them up because you can develop things like COPD from having just too many particulates in the air and everything. So, I mean, we found some where, yeah, it's, it's obvious that they're having troubles with their breathings and stuff like that. That's one of the first suggestions I'll make to people. Uh, and it's easy to suggest it to them. <laughs> it's easy to, su- to suggest it to them as you when you go up. Um, you, if you touch your ceiling and it's completely dry and all that all that dust is in your hands now, you can really realize uh, the condition of where it stands. But if the, then it stains and then you can't patch. You can't. Somebody just asked you that. You know, can I paint this little area where I had to patch? And you're like, no, because it's never been painted before, so you can't touch it up. Like yeah. you're gonna want to get up there and then you're gonna see. Oh, that's the only color. No, <laughs> it's there. I'm in to do the rest of the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So in New England, uh, we come across a lot of uh, small water stains and whatnot that people would like to get rid of, but it, it needs to be uh, properly painted prior if we if we're just going to touch and it the up. The water repair needs to be done prior, <laughs> like fixing the root of the reason of why it keep, the water keeps coming. Because you've gotten people, you know, they want to go for wholesale and they've had some <clears throat> water damage, and you paint it, and then it comes back. Yeah. And they're like, just cover it, just cover it. And you're like, I'm not, no, because he's turned down jobs like that for people who have said, I have this thing, I'm trying to go for home sale, and you, you think that they're being sneaky. They're trying to sneak it past. Yeah, sometimes, you know, yeah, and, obviously, and if there's a, a bad problem. problem. And that's not, so, that's probably not a should be di- you'll take probably on. Probably di- should be discussed at di- disclosure rather than just yeah. covering this problem and saying, well, I left it for the yeah. next guy. Yeah. <laughs> but there are jobs that you'll turn down if they're not proper yeah if somebody's trying to do an insurance scam or something you know trying to yeah. pull one yeah you won't you, you're not you're not like that nope you know? don't need those jobs that's good yeah awesome so people that want to reach out and get in touch with you how do they do this though well um like us on facebook at new view i love facebook new view painting <laughs> llc um, in Amherst, and then there, you can always Google us and get to our website. It's uh, www.mynewviewpainting.com. Mm. Um, and there's a link on that. 
Daniel at mynewviewpainting.com is the email. Okay. Or you can just call me at 689 calls anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show today. I had a lot thank of fun. You. And uh, I like learning about all different types of industries, and you're the first painters we've had. So oh, wow. it's, uh, it's quite something. I like it. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. This is fun. Yeah. If you're going to learn from the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Cool. So thank you guys so much for watching. Um, please enjoy. I'm going to roll with the last word from our sponsors, and I will see you all in the next interview. If you're using social media for your business, you need funnels to drive traffic into your um, products. Head over to anyhowsbusinessshow.com slash funnels, and we'll get you started.